Inside Westminster, Chapter 144, Cabin Fever. Life in the tiny flat on the first and second floors of Downing Street was becoming stressful. Mandy had decided to extend her period of self-isolation as she was fearful that Potty was going to bring up the virus upstairs. It seemed inevitable, given the amount of person-to-person contact he was having. Trusty was also on the verge of being got rid of, that little experiment consigned to the bin, as she had proved to be a bit of a pooper and not the party sort, which would have been tolerable, but of the carpet. Not another one, groaned Mandy, as yet another doggy do was the first thing to greet her in the kitchen early in the morning, which Potty had thoroughly disinfected the night before, or so he said. Didn't Fee take her out last thing? I thought she said she would, shouted Potty, who had just woken up in the spare room. Well, even if she had, I don't suppose it would have made any difference, said Mandy. Doctor Dog Day says it's cause she had a traumatic time as a puppy. "'Oh, is he our doggy therapist?' Potty asked, with more than a little sarcasm in his voice. "'Shall I leave a cup of tea at your door?' asked Mandy loudly. "'Please,' he replied, suggesting in a loud voice, "'Would your ma and pa be willing?' "'I was thinking that myself,' Mandy asserted. "'I'll phone them today. I'm sure they'll take her.' And with that, their poop-scooping days would be numbered, as Geoffrey Angelica and Angelica were, of course, only too willing to help the forlorn couple, one locked away and now uncomfortably pregnant, and the other bearing the brunt of the pandemic. Drastic measures had had to be brought in by the liberty-loving and defender of personal freedom potty to curb the unruly minority who were intent on flouting government guidelines. And finally, on Monday evening, enough was enough and the PM announced a national lockdown with exceptions made for people in exceptional circumstances and key workers. It was still nothing like what China, Italy, France and Spain had imposed, but much more stringent than what had gone before when Potty's appeals to be good and think of others and our dear NHS had met with a resounding not on your Nelly from this selfish minority. Fines and the risk of getting a criminal record were the sticks to be used to restrain the idiots, but were they going to be painful enough if wielded on the steadfastly incalcitrant? Across the other side of the world, Trump's policies seemed to be pinned on the expectation of an Easter miracle. For some time now, his chief medical adviser had not been seen standing behind the president when he spoke to the nation and may have given up in sheer disbelief. And then it was not. It was announced that Prince Edmund had tested positive for coronavirus, though Camilla not. Thoughts turned to the Queen and, of course, Prince Frederick. This had turned into an international crisis and would either make or break Potty's premiership. For someone who dreamed of and schemed for power all his life, the oft-quoted, be careful what you wish for, was permanently fixed in some people's minds. That clear thought clearly had been missing in the minds of the women set against the former leader of the SNP. Their wishing to crush crush their handsy former hero was now in tatters and the wily fox had outsmarted them all, though there were another four complainants waiting in the wings. Monica Monkfish, now leader, was slightly anxious that her former boss and friend would be out to get her 
and wondered what evidence of connivance had been raked up while his lawyers had been excavating the dirt of human depravity in the original case. Only time would tell, and all Monkfish could do would be to carry jauntily along, keeping her fingers firmly crossed. <laughs> 